and get started. Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Conference call. This call will provide an update of runoff conditions as well as status updates from the Kansas City and Omaha districts. These calls will be held each Thursday at 3 p.m. through the end of this month. We do have an adjusted schedule for monthly calls moving through December, so we'll have a call September, October, November, December, and that schedule will be provided soon. These calls are only part of our efforts to communicate with basin residents. We place all our news releases on our website at www.nwd.usace.army.mil and on social media at NWDUSACE. We encourage the public to use these resources as well as our web page app to get the latest information from the Corps, the National Weather Service, and other partner agencies. These calls are provided as a courtesy to congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, including levy sponsors and emergency managers, and the media. I am Eileen Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. These calls are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.dvidshub.net slash unit slash USACE-NWD. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. All lines have been placed on mute. To unmute your line to ask a question, press star six. Please be aware that the forced mute function does not work on all phones, so if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Please do not place your call on hold. Today's agenda is as follows. From the Northwestern Division Readiness Contingency Office, Mr. Tom Brady. From the National Weather Service, Missouri Basin River Forecast Center, Mr. Kevin Lau. From the Missouri River Water Management Division, Mr. Mike Swenson. From the Kansas City District, Mr. Chris Perzer and Chief of Emergency Management, Judge Keneven. From Omaha District, Matt Kratzke, Chief of Emergency Management. These updates will be followed by a question and answer session. Calls for questions will not be part of the recording if none are asked. And I'll turn the call over to you. Tom? Thanks, Eileen. As Eileen mentioned, my name is Tom Brady. I'm with the uh, Northwestern Division's Readiness and Contingency Operations staff to include oversight of the region's PL8499 Rehab Repair Program. Both our uh, Omaha and Kansas City districts have remained largely uh, transitioned to recovery support along the Missouri River Basin for the past month, and we continue to uh, be in what we call phase one of our recovery efforts, that is closing or repairing breaches where the most critical infrastructure and population centers are at risk. The waters in the banks of the Missouri, Kansas, and Osage River basins remain higher than at the average for this time of year, and the waters remain on the toes of many levee systems. However, teams are gradually able to get access to those damaged levees to refine the assessment of what we estimate to be 100,000 miles of impacted, excuse me, 1,000 miles of impacted levees within the region. For phase two of a recovery support, which we consider to be the full restoration of damaged levees under, that are eligible under 8499 program, we have been developing project information reports, or PIRs. These PIRs frame repair strategies and determine the economic feasibility of repairing eligible levees. Of the 182 requests for rehab assistance, we've thus far approved 67 of these requests 
and they have subsequently been transitioning to engineering design or construction. A few of the full construction projects have already begun to commence, which our uh, Omaha and Kansas City districts can provide further details. I'll be followed by Kevin Lyle, National Weather Service. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Kevin? National Weather Service, Kevin Lyle? I'm sorry. That's okay. Yep, yep, sorry. Uh, again, my name is Kevin Lau, and I am with the National Weather Service Missouri Basin River Forecast Center located in Kansas City. Uh, currently, we uh, still have flooding along the following rivers in South Dakota, the James, and the Big Sioux. In the state of Kansas, the Big Blue River uh, just above Tuttle Creek Reservoir. In the state of Missouri, the Little Osage and Osage Rivers continue to be in flood. And along the Missouri River itself, we still have minor flooding in the reach extending from Nebraska City, Nebraska, to St. Joseph, Missouri. And then again from uh, in the reach between Sibley, Missouri, uh, down to Herman, Missouri, with the exception of Jeff City. Looking over the next seven days, we will continue to see a wet pattern uh, over the basin. Uh, this evening through tomorrow morning, Friday morning, thunderstorms will set up over eastern Montana with one-half to one-inch amounts possible. Scattered thunderstorms are also ongoing this afternoon over southern Missouri. Aerial averages should be generally less than half an inch in the southern Missouri uh, area. Friday and into the weekend, scattered thunderstorm activity is possible again over much of the basin. The heaviest activity will be in the Dakotas, Nebraska, and Iowa, with aerial amounts approaching an inch and a half. A front will set up over the southeastern portion of the basin early next week, bringing more organized, widespread rainfall. Heaviest rainfall associated with this front will center on the state of Missouri, eastern Kansas, and southern Iowa. Aerial averages could exceed five inches uh, in some locations. And this system does bear watching uh, as we go Monday through Wednesday. And thank you, and this concludes my remarks for the National Weather Service. Thanks, Kevin. I'll turn it over to you, Mike Swenson. Okay, thanks, Eileen. Uh, system storage is currently 66.6 .6 million acre feet. Water and storage has decreased about 0.6 million acre feet since last week. 10.5 of the 16.3 million acre feet of total flood storage is occupied. Yesterday we posted an updated short range or three week forecast to our website. The forecast shows Gavin's Point releases will be held at 70,000 CFS into September to manage reservoir levels and continue evacuating water from the reservoirs. Fort Randall Reservoir is at elevation 1361.8, down 0.6 feet since last week. The reservoir is more than six feet above its normal summer operating level. Releases from Fort Randall are currently 68,000 CFS and are expected that rate over the next week. Milwaukee Reservoir is at elevation 1616.4, down 0.3 feet since last week. The reservoir is 8.9 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases from Milwaukee are currently about 57,000 CFS and are expected to remain near that rate into September. 
Next week, the project will start maintenance on one of the hydropower units. This means that although total releases from a wall the same, releases will exceed the capacity of the available hydropower units and supplemental releases will need to be made using the outlet tunnels. Outlet tunnel releases will begin Monday morning. Garrison Reservoir is at elevation 1849.4, down 0.9 feet since last week. The reservoir is now out of its exclusive flood control zone and is 11.9 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases are forecasted to remain at 46,000 CFS into September. Fort Peck Reservoir is at elevation 2244.8, down 0.5 feet since last week. The reservoir is 10.8 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases from Fort Peck are expected to remain at 15,000 CFS into September. We will continue to monitor conditions in the basin and make any additional necessary release adjustments this summer and into the fall. Thank you. That concludes my update. Thanks, Mike. I'll turn it to you, Chris Perzer, Kansas City. All right, thanks, Eileen. Good afternoon. Today I'm providing an update on current reservoir conditions within the Kansas City District and water management decisions moving forward. Kansas Basin conditions, uh, on average, the four reservoirs in the lower Kansas Basin are at 50% of their flood control storage occupied, with Perry slightly elevated from recent rains at 60% and Clinton slightly below at 46%. Milford and Tuttle Creek are both at 51% flood control pool occupied. Perry is releasing 5,000 CFS. Clinton is releasing 1,500 CFS as they both evacuate their remaining phase two storage. Milford is releasing 4,000 CFS. This is unchanged from last week and it's forecast to remain at this release through the weekend um, as it passes inflows in order to stabilize the pool at the top of phase one. Tuttle Creek is releasing 12,000 CFS today, also unchanged from last week, and it may begin to reduce releases on Saturday to match inflows. Tuttle Creek releases are also being managed, just like Milford, to stabilize the pool at the top of phase one. We anticipate uh, maintaining these operations in the short term as we finalize a long-term approach to emptying the approximately 2 million acre-feet of water that is stored in a combined sense in these, uh, in these four reservoirs. Osage Basin conditions. Conditions on the Osage River Basin reservoirs continue to improve as a whole the six reservoirs have approximately 16% of their flood control storage occupied. Truman has reduced releases to 30,000 CFS effective last Saturday and will continue with this release for the next two weeks as we anticipate Truman's elevation continues to decline. Other reservoirs in the Osage Basin are making releases ranging from 500 to 3,500 CFS as they continue to decline toward their seasonal pool target. Um, and uh, this concludes my report. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. To uh, you, Jed. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Jed Kneeven. Uh, I'm the Emergency Management Chief for the Kansas City District. 
Uh, our emergency operations center remains activated at level two, partial activation. Uh, if at any time uh, assistance is needed, please call our 24-hour emergency number at 816-426-6320. Again, that number is 816-426-6320. Uh, leave your name, number, and a short message, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Uh, we continue to evaluate our EOC posture. Um, we are hopeful that uh, we will move to an emergency watch condition uh, within the next several weeks. It's got to quit raining first, though. Uh, for levy rehabilitation, uh, Kansas City District has received a total of 106 requests for levy rehabilitation assistance. Uh, we've submitted 34 project information reports for approval by higher headquarters, and we have 21 project information reports that have been approved. Uh, field conditions are tenuous at best in some locations due to recent rains. However, we continue to progress with completion of damage assessments. Uh, we continue to provide technical and direct assistance on an as-needed basis. Uh, construction on the emergency measure uh, to close the breaches at the Big Tarkio River is in full swing. Uh, the contractor is working to close both banks of the Big Tarkio simultaneously. Uh, efforts at Mill Creek have been stalled due to inaccessibility issues related to flooding. Uh, we are currently working solutions to improve our uh, access to the site. Again, the purpose is to close breaches on both the Mill Creek levee and the Big Tarkio levee to prevent water flowing unabated across the floodplain. Uh, the work will also help Mill Creek and the Big Tarkio River to reestablish their pre-flood flow patterns by reestablishing the stream banks. Uh, recent rainfall has again proved to be challenging in areas with damaged levee systems. Uh, slight increases in stage can result in additional flooding of areas that were first inundated in March. Uh, please continue to pay attention to watches and warnings issued by the National Weather Service as conditions on the river can change quickly should heavy rainfall return to our region. Uh, thank you. That concludes my remarks. Thanks, Judd. And I'll turn it to you, Matt Kraske. Hey, we'll thanks, Eileen. This is, this is Matt Kraske, the Readiness Branch Chief with the Corps of Engineers Omaha District. Uh, today we've completed 12 initial breach closures within the district's area of operations, and we have 39 remaining. Um, we've advertised six levy tributary repair projects this week. Those are in Columbus, Scribner, uh, Broken Bow, the Cedar Creek Levy, Western Sarpy County Levy, and in Ida Grove, Iowa. The solicitations were sent out to 27 contractors on our pre-qualified sources list. And pre-bid site visits will be held beginning on the 26th of August with the bids due on the first project, um, the 3rd of September. On Levy 611-614 near Council Bluffs, we're about 95% complete with the contract scope of work for that initial breach closure. We anticipate contract completion around tomorrow sometime with demobilization from the initial, initial breach repair is planned for early September. For 601 near Bartlett, Iowa, the sand berm construction is complete to the design height of the protection that is in place. Work remaining just includes some riprap placement and erosion control matting, and then deconstruction of the haul road. Uh, estimated completion and demobilization is also mid-September on that project. Uh, Levy 575 near Hamburg, Iowa, we are continuing to work with project sponsors on the finalizing of the cooperation agreements and getting the rights away so construction can commence on those repairs. For Levy 550 between Watson and Rockport, Missouri, we anticipate the closure of the north breach to occur the 26th of August. Uh, 
Work will then proceed to the south breach where the contractor has built a temporary haul road and has been stockpiling material to close that breach. Last, for the Hamburg Ditch 6 levy, we're working on the engineering and design documents for the rehabilitation of that levy back to its authorized level of protection. Engineering and design is ongoing on several other levies on the Missouri River and tributaries, and as these designs are completed, we'll continue to move forward with the contract awards. For regular updates on the repair efforts to flood control structures in the Missouri River Basin, visit the Omaha District System Restoration webpage at https colon forward slash forward slash www.nwo.usace.army.mil and click on the red Levy Status Updates icon on the left side of the page. There you can track status updates, view photos and videos, and also see which levies are not active in the PL8499 program. We continue to remain vigilant in light of the sporadic storms, and we can't reiterate enough that life safety continues to be the primary focus of our efforts to, compare, to repair the levy systems. We continue to work with federal, state, and local emergency management agencies to keep the public informed. This concludes my comments. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. We'll now move to the question and answer session. We'll start with questions from congressional delegation members, tribes, state, and local government officials and levy sponsors, and then we'll move to the press. We'll field questions in alphabetical order by state. Please be sure to state your name and the organization you represent before asking your question. We'll start with the state of Iowa. Again, star six to unmute your phone. Kansas. Missouri. Montana. Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming. All right, moving to the media. Again, star six to unmute your phone, state your name and the organization you represent before asking your question. Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Okay, any questions from anyone, national press or otherwise, before we adjourn? Hi, Eileen. This is Jody at Dakota Radio Group in Pierre. Hey, Jody. Just a, a quick question on Oahe. Uh, what's, what, is the, what is the effect? How is it going to change how we're, we're seeing the water flow by um, switching to uh, using some of the regulating tunnels to help with the same amount of flow going out? Uh, yeah, this is Mike Swenson in Water Management. Um, you really shouldn't see much difference. Obviously, there'll be, um, you know, a little change in the flow right up close to the project there with uh, some of the water coming out of the outlet tunnels. But by the time it gets down 
stream into the pier area and for pier area, there really won't be much uh, change in the stage. Releases, uh, like I said, will be pretty much the same as they were before. So mostly oh. just mostly just a difference in where we're seeing the water come from. Yes. Thank you. I have, Daddy. I have a question. Yes, who's this? Uh, it's Joe Gibbs. I am an engineer for several levy districts here in central Missouri. Um, these calls will end uh, in August. Are they going to be renewed in September? So what we're going to do, Joe, is we're going to hold a call next Thursday, the 29th of August, and then we have uh, a schedule that we'll release after that call that will identify um, calls for the first week of each month, so September, October, November, December. Okay. Moving forward. We also have public meetings that will be scheduled for uh, the month of October, and um, we'll go into more normal uh, water management update information after the new year. Okay. Is there... Um a breakdown on the amount of water now that is regulated and that it's unregulated in the river, the <clears throat> different percentages. Is that available this time? Uh, yeah, Joe, this is John Remus, Chief of the Water Management, and uh, I'll give you some approximate uh, numbers. At uh, St. Joseph, uh, about 65 to 70% of the uh, flow is uh, from the regulated main stem system. The rest of that water comes from the unregulated part of the basin. Right. Mm -hmm. When you get to uh, Kansas City, it's probably uh, about 65%, okay. but that will probably be going up as we uh, continue to uh, evacuate water from the Kansas River projects. I that see. percentage will go up. And as you get down to uh, Herman, it's probably a little closer to 70%. But again, as the, the unregulated flows drop off uh, and we maintain uh, higher than normal releases out of yeah. the Osage River Basin, that uh, that number may also go up. Okay, so they're 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 around 65, 70 percent somewhere along in there. It's right, and that uh, you know a month ago or six weeks ago, that those numbers were flipped. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that is uh, that is what flood control is. It's uh, sure drawing the water, then metering it out later. Right. And uh, okay, that's what I that's what I'd like to, to know. Thank you very much. That's all I have. Thank you, Joe. Uh, well, again, any last questions before we adjourn? Okay, as I stated with Joe, the next call will be on August 29th at 3 p.m. And at that time, we will release the schedule for uh, calls moving through the remainder of the year. Thank you again for your participation, and we'll talk to you next week.